0: everyone and welcome back to the Agency Profit Podcast. I'm excited today to introduce you all to an agency owner, somebody in the trenches today that has recently done some big things, made some big transitions in the business, made some big changes to his operations and has gotten some amazing results. He's the sole founder of Word Agents, which is uh, essentially a copywriting service, uh, most recently a productized service. He's been in the SEO and digital marketing space since 2009, manages a portfolio of SEO, websites some of which have exited and he also owns a noodle bar called Bakudo in linnerhurst new york which is in long island he's based out of long island and when he's not running his many businesses you can find him playing guitar and hanging out with his family Uh, with all of that thank you so much for being with us vince diletto
1: thanks marcel this is awesome glad to be here man So
0: I'm super intrigued with your story because you spent, you know, quite some time building word agents and things were going, you know, objectively really well the business was growing, you guys hit some pretty big milestones. And then most recently, you kind of decided to change things up, walk us through the process that you had to go through to take your business from where it was, which was, you know, Kind of clients coming to you saying like, this is what I want. And you figuring out how much it costs and doing it like very much bespoke project to project to now being like really dialed in as a productized service. What were some of the hardest parts about that and how did you work through it?
1: Yeah, so I have been trying to launch like a end client dashboard and project management system for years now. Um, I had paid overseas uh, developers to kind of build us a custom thing that got scrapped. That was like, you know, a good 10 grand out the window. Um, And there was always this, this uh, out of the box platform called service provider pro. It was always floating around. I was always considering it, but it didn't really like fit my needs a hundred percent. It wasn't until this year and I I was working with a consultant and talking to some buddies and I I really kind of saw, um, the improvements they made to this platform and I realized that it got me like 80% of the way there and the other 20% that it didn't have really wasn't like a make or break it so um, we went with service provider pro and it's been a great like kind of multi-use platform it's, it's a help desk it's project management it's uh, your mini CRM um, client dashboard endorsing tool it's all there and really that was like the base that I needed to really jump from project based, which was all like spreadsheets and emails to like a, something I could build upon. And from there, it was really just updating my systems. Uh, so the team knew how to um, use uh, this automated platform. Um, it was creating a, a hiring system. So we, we hired a talent manager who was um, now in charge of just onboarding writers nonstop, you know, hiring better and training them for us. Um, And it was building a marketing and sales system uh, where all over paid media, all over LinkedIn, all over email. Um, It was really just like the systems I couldn't get to uh, when I was buried in, in operational work myself.
0: Obviously there's a fear when you make a a change like this, that you're going to maybe miss out on some business. Like, I think this is the big thing about niching down, right? A lot of people are scared. Like I'm not going to get as much business or I'm going to have to like go through this period, this downturn period before I can ramp back up. I mean, that wasn't really the case for you guys. Was it when you made this shift, it didn't seem to hurt you a whole lot.
1: Yeah. I mean, we did, we did take a hit, but, um, I was, I was prepared for that because I had saved up most of my, a lot, a lot of our profit just went into our savings. You know, for, for years I was doing you know, over a million dollars in revenue as you know, the single owner and I and really had no staff and it was just contracted writers. So a lot of the money was just saved in banks. So we, we had a little bit of a cushion to, to be able to do this and, and feel safe about doing so. Um, but I was fine with letting go, go of the short-term revenue just because I knew how, further, how, how much higher my ceiling grew with the productize service. So it was just like, you know, taking a hit for now for, you know, you know, big wins in the future.
0: Right. But how quickly have you started to recover?
1: Oh, almost immediately. I mean, we launched a productize service on April 20th of this year. Um, and, you know, I think the, you know, we spoke a couple of weeks ago, I think we we're at 67% percent, um, growth uh, off that floor um, since then. And it's still it's still going, man. And we're we're still implementing marketing and sales strategies too. Um, so we're just at the starting line, and um, I'm back up to to previous revenue levels already. So no, everything above here is just like new ground for us.
0: How do you figure out when? And how much you need to hire? Like, what is the data that you're now looking at on a regular basis? Now that you've transitioned to productized service, that's really important for you to figure out. Like, where you need to be focusing in the business to keep it running and growing.
1: Well, a, a really, uh, I guess, um, rough and tumble of way of doing it is is we're, since we're able to break down our revenue to the to the word unit, I can also break that. I can also quickly average out what that's going to cost us uh, in regards to um cost of goods sold which are our writers and then i can gauge capacity that way so uh basically at the beginning of every week and every month i can see what our, our due dates are looking like and and then gauge capacity um that's really rough so we're, we're building out dashboarding systems uh that, that are going to help us uh determine capacity um so you know that that's a whole other conversation like we we just onboarded with wicked reports which is a marketing attribution system and, and that's helping right. us. Um, build our marketing funnel but we're also building um just a general dashboard for the business uh based off of google sheets actually uh and possibly a a tool called gecko board um that allows us to kind of bring in pull in data and kind of visualize uh where we're at with various uh metrics in the business and part of that will be writer capacity too and that's Mm -hmm. basically just going to crunch the numbers of, of the of the process i'm doing manually anyway and give us just like um Orders to to available writers. uh,
0: Do you want some free resources to help you measure and improve your profitability? If you do, then I want to tell you about our agency profitability toolkit, which you can grab absolutely free in the show notes or by heading to paraquito.com forward slash toolkit. It's packed with training videos, cheat sheets, templates, and all kinds of other great resources to help you start measuring and improving the essential metrics that are going to drive better profitability in your business. And it's helped thousands of other agencies around the world do the same. So I want to encourage you to go and grab a copy of that. And if you'd rather get in the fast lane and just have our team of experts guide you through the process of measuring and improving your profitability, then I want to encourage you to apply for a consultation at parakeeto.com. And with that, I want to thank you again for tuning in. I hope you enjoy the episode and I'll let you get back to it. Yeah. And now another thing I want to dig into here, it sounds like you have kind of standardized your cost of goods sold in a sense as well. Like what a writer gets paid is fairly standardized. So, you know, your cost per word and you know, your price per word. So, you know, your gross margin essentially on the, at the moment that you sell the product.
1: Yep. Yeah. We, we have, um, we know our exact margins for each of our four packages. Um, and uh, yeah, so our, our, our rate per word for our writers is, is uh, part of our COGS, and, and that's standardized. And then the rate we give um, the team leaders, which really are our proofreaders and quality assurance people, uh, that's standardized on the article level too. So basically, um, for every word and every article we put out, I, have a, I know exactly what it's going to cost us. Um, and we're really just kind of working on figuring out our um, cost of um, client acquisition, Uh, based on on that now. Um, That took a little longer just because we we need need some more data to build up after we launched, but uh, we're getting there. Awesome.
0: So I just want to like touch on this for a moment because obviously you're at, you know, what some people would consider an extreme end of the spectrum you've like really leaned into productization but you know exact margins the moment that you make a sale you know and because everything is so standardized like getting the level of insight that you have in the business is mathematically fairly straightforward so now obviously you want to work on making that more automated and streamlined so for those that are listening like keep in mind that you don't have to go all the way to like full productization to get a lot of the benefit of simplifying the edge cases that are possible in your client work by just being a little bit more deliberate about the kinds of services you offer, the kind of process that you offer, the kind of scopes that you offer to clients, um, a little bit of just taking bits and pieces of what you're hearing here and applying it to your business can make it so much easier to scale and streamline, you know, all the things you need to do as a business to deliver consistent results to your clients and grow to meet that demand.
1: Yeah, I, I would say that, you know, if you're, you know, the productized service model isn't for every business, you know, the, the bespoke project-based agency is going to live for a long time from now. Um, but what you can do is really just standardize your systems. That's going to save you a crap ton of time. Um, you can automate wherever you can. Bring, bring in pr- pre-built automations and, and don't do what I did and, and like with uh, the project management software and try to find the perfect fit. Just, find, you know, remember your 80-20 and if, if it can get you 80% of the way there and you can kind of figure out workarounds for the other 20%, you're going to mm. save so much time and that time is going to be strategy time for you to find other areas of growth. So it doesn't have to be this business model. It's just being organized and, and saving time where wherever you can.
0: Mm. And I mean, on that note, I guess this is the final question, which is like, if somebody's listening to this and they're thinking about either fully productizing or just, you know, I'm going to call it like quasi productizing, just standardizing what they're doing in their agency. What uh, is the most important piece of advice you have for them?
1: Um, uh, understand what your customers want and and don't launch a product and, until you know exactly what it is because you're just, you're just wasting time if, if you're trying to do that
0: yeah that's some great advice and um this reminds me actually of a podcast episode we did a while ago with vendasta which obviously they have a ton of productized white label services and you know it's okay to just reach out to a couple of clients and say hey we're working on a new service offering want to just try it out with you test it out and get a sense of what does and doesn't work about that process if the margins are good if the results are consistent you know that's a totally legit way to vet things out
1: for all of our add-on services we're going to be serving our clients and we're going to be running um you know, just test landing pages just to gauge interest before we launch anything, uh, for the core product, we were already in business. So we we had had the data built up already, but yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. We're going to be surveying before we, we launch anything else.
0: Great advice. The minimum viable product, uh, certainly, certainly less expensive in services than it is in software. Cause you just have to throw some people at it for a little bit and you can stop it whenever you want. Um, yeah, certainly not the same as trying to build your own, uh, software, which if you're listening to this and you have tried to build your own custom software to run your agency, I hear this all the time, leave us a comment, let us know. It's, I think it's like, it's kind of like a battle scar. It's like a, if you we have did it. A-
1: it's, it's, uh, yeah, I, I lost even more hours of sleep and, you know, trying to ye- <laughs> yell at like an, an overseas developer who's not on the same time schedule as you. It, it was just something I never want to go through again. You know, I would, I'd hire a full-time developer in office before I ever tried that again.
0: It's a tough road to go down, but I mean, it just speaks to how, you know, I mean, this is the reason that we exist. Like there's just not great solutions for agencies to run their business on top of uh, in a lot of cases. So yeah, well, there it is. So with all that, Vince, thanks so much for taking the time to be on the show and sharing your story.
1: Thanks, Marcel. This was.
0: Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you've ever found yourself thinking, man, I get so much value from this podcast, I wish there was something I could do to return the favor. Well, today's your lucky day because you can leave us a review wherever you're listening to this and it is incredibly helpful. Of course, if you haven't grabbed a free copy of the Agency Profit Toolkit, go and get that. It's got tons of free resources to help you improve your profitability. If you're looking to get in the fast lane and get help from experts to improve your profitability and measure your most important metrics, then apply for a consultation at parakeeta.com. We'd love to chat with you and figure out how we can help. With all of that, thank you so much for being a listener and we will see you on the next episode. awesome